gonna do this all night, you guys. I'm not even gonna start the show. Just me and ET. Just gonna dance all night. It's Saturday, that's what we do. Come on. Grab your dolls. Gather around your little black death device. And join me tonight. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Whoa, you moved to Long Beach. You know, I wrote a song called Moving to Long Beach. I swear to God, it's really called Moving to London. And I'm glad you're awake, Julia. And what's up, Peter? What's up, Andres? What's up, Chelsington? I'm glad everyone's awake. What's up, Ports? What's up, Bees Knees? Loves your, love your, uh, Love your post. Happy Saturday night. This is what does it all mean podcast. I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking water. <laughs> I'm drinking water. Mixed with electrolytes. I'm a partier. This is my cocktail. Let's get this orange off. This orange is making me feel intense. Let's go blue. There we go. Blue. What's going on, everyone? The cat's here. Just woke. Just walked in the room. Ready to tear shit up. She's ready to tear shit up. Anyways, what's going on? What's going on? get into it. What the hell is going on with these comments? Uh, <laughs> anyways, yes, like I said before, I uh, I wrote a song called Moving to London, but then when I played in Long Beach, I just took, you know, switched the, switched the name. It was a no-brainer. Long Beach is awesome, and if you really did move there, I'm there a lot, so, you know. Well, I took two weeks off. I think the weight of the world just got too heavy for me. I was, uh, I don't know, just kind of sick of it all, you know? With war happening, Taylor Hawkins passing away, all that shit just kind of built up, and I didn't want to be here, you know? I was just, you know, questioning it all. But after a two-week break and, and getting getting messages from people, especially when it's like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, when uh, it's showtime and people are like, dude, what's the topic, what are you going to do tonight, it makes me really appreciate every personal relationship I have with each and every one of you, Peter Badwolf, even Anakin Skywalker with his Russia Forever, which I do not completely understand at this moment, that was some crap, but, you know, and Julia, and, uh, all of you, I appreciate all of you, I do not appreciate Rush at this moment though, I'll tell you that, so yeah, it's been interesting last two, three weeks, I almost didn't come on again tonight, but I was like, you know, let's see the temperature, let's see what's going on in the world, and see how people react, and like I said, I, I really am stoked that people have 
giving a shit. And, uh, you know, sometimes you look over, uh, you know, your, what's the word? Your, how many people have, like, actually listened or, or viewed your shit, you know? And what's crazy is, this month, like, 88,000 people have responded to either posts or pictures or whatever, and, and I can't believe that, you know, like, how, how are 4,000, almost 5,000 people turning into an almost 100,000 people interaction, and that just kind of shows me that there's power in that, you know, there's definitely power in these, this freedom of speech, and these hecklers, and, and these opinions, and, and life, you know, and I, I, I'll tell you guys a story, so before we get into the real war and, and the slap, you know, the slap that went around the world, so I have a friend, and um, she she comes up to me, you know, at least twice a week when she sees me, and she she wants to talk, and we always have a really good conversation, she's super caring about me and my life and what I'm doing, and, and I'm caring about hers, you know, and, and it's, it's always the same thing. This always happens, okay? We have this great conversation, and, like, you could just tell that, like, she could be, like, my aunt or, or my cousin, because I, I, like, I feel for her like a kin, and, and as soon as we start talking politics, it's fucking over, and what's sad is I can just tell, you know, whatever's hot, on the political agenda at the the moment she she's she she's on and and it's a narrative and I hate narratives in any way from the left or right I hate narratives and when people come at me with narratives it just ruins the whole conversation so as soon as whatever it was the gas prices or whatever it was I just knew she was coming at me with this political angle I I myself just lost it and uh I, I said to her, you know, uh, obviously this 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 type of um, government is kind of outdated, and things need to be, you know, changed. And, uh, and then she looked at me and she said, "Well, we're a democratic uh, country, and we're the only like democratic country in the world." And I I was like, I looked at her and I said, "That's not correct." I said, "We are not the only democratic country in the world." And I go, I know that America is fucking awesome. I love it. I love it. But there's other countries and other perspectives and other places around the world that live in democracies and live in freedom. And and then those freedoms are taken away, you know? And that's where the ideal of a universal eye watching what's happening through these phones is something that's probably bigger than all of us, you know? Because now we can just look at our phones and see who's being an asshole, and it's crystal clear. It's not, you know, it's not a mystery anymore, because you just film. And yes, people can edit, but with the the craziest uh, uploading of TikTok and just Instagram live, these things live, you know, you get a whole different perspective. And my point is, I, I think I made a comment of like, you know, we just need to do something different and and come up with a, uh, 
you know, a, a new way of thinking, and that just, she obviously thought I was a communist at that point, you know, because that was his conversation over, and then she ran away, and I'll, and once again, and then next week she'll come up to me again and be like, hey bro, how's it going, have you got a house yet, are you fucking, how's your chick, and, and then, boom, the latest agenda of what she's been listening to on whatever platform seeps through, and it drives me fucking crazy, because I see the smoke screens on both sides, the left and the right, and that's what's awesome about being an individual, you know, when people are like, what are you, what are you, like, you don't have to pick a fucking side, you can just be you, and be like, dude, I'm a human being living at this time where I feel that the government is corrupt, and the governments of the world are corrupt in general, because they're just trying to make money off us through slavery and work, and when you just see it as that, it's, it's really is us and them, it's not the fucking, you know, it's not the, the craziest thing, you know, and, uh, that's where people, I knew it, she knew it too, because at one point I told her, I go, it's, once again, it's that two-headed snake, I go, look at us, as she's walking away, I go, look at us, it's the two-headed snake, I go, Republicans, Democrats, look, 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 it's us, it's the same shit, and I go, but right down to it, it's all just, they want your fucking money, you know, no matter what no matter what, like, politician is, is, you know, coming at you this week, they want your five, ten dollars, they want your two hundred dollars, are you fucking kidding me, like, dude, I'm a, I'm a union worker, okay, I work my fucking ass off, and if I gotta give you five, ten dollars to make you fucking, like, succeed, what is that telling me about the system that we live in, how is that helping me? And I, I really do feel like there's a whole bunch of politicians behind the scenes just going, ha, 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 you know, laughing their fucking asses off saying, look at these people just, you know, giving us their money, their hard-earned money, throwing it away just because we give some bullshit email about, whoa, this or that or what's happening from both sides. Because guess what? When you open your mind and you subscribe to both sides, you can see it clear as fucking day. Right about now, boom, you're getting, hey, Trump wants fucking 50 bucks for this cause. And then you want fucking over here Biden and Gavin and all these. Dude, it's fucking, it's just like all the other corporations. You know, they're all like corporations. And they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. They give a fuck about making money. And it sucks that, you know, that's how I ended the conversation with my friend. For real. And she walked away and it was just an endless cycle. And I'm sure it happens to every one of you constantly. And and we all get caught up in the bullshit. But the older I get, I the more clearly I see the strategic plays by both sides to get everybody dizzy. So they can't solidify a union to fuck people up, but let's get real, this week, uh, Amazon in New York, unified, they are now, boom, part of the Teamsters, that's what I am, I'm a fucking Teamster, okay, so, the government hates Teamsters because, why, we have rights, and they give us money, a living wage, a fair day's work for a fair day's pay, and without that, you wouldn't, you know, I would be working at my job fucking 24 hours a day for three cents on the hour. But since there are unions, they are there to protect. And ironically, you can look into it 
I, I know for a fact Trump hates fucking unions, even though he can try to whatever, but I'm sure Biden does too. All these people, I'm not, uh, don't quote me on this, but I know the powers that be hate unions. The, the, the corporations that, that be, they hate the fucking unions because they represent the, the small. And it's sad that it's got to be like that, guys. It's, it's really sad. It's sad that we're, we're not at the point where we can all live in universal harmony and be like, dude, you know what? Hey, I can lose this yacht over here that I own so this, this person can fucking live in a better way, you know? And, but, what, but what do I know, you know? But I feel the 88,000 people that I'm getting across to, you know, must be interested about something. And either I'm pissing you off or I'm making you listen. Either way, it's a good thing. So, let me read some of these comments now that I made some of the, <laughs> I make these outrageous, off the wall, you know, like, I was really bummed about that, that girl, you know, she's one of my good, deep friends, and we always, and, and ironically, I'll say this too, my best friend right now, he's the complete opposite of me, you know, when the January 6th thing was happening, my best friend was like, watch out it's coming, and I'm, I'm told him, I'm like, chill the fuck out, bro, nothing's coming, and, and, and he was ready, and then it happened, and then he was quiet, you know, but he's open-minded, but, you know, but I like having that opposite view, because we both know, like, when some bullshit flies out of his mouth, I just call him on it, I'll look at him, I don't even have to say anything, you know, I really don't, I'll just look at him, and he knows it, and then if I'm going too off the, the deep end about some weird alien shit or whatever, he calls me on it as well, so, you know, it's funny. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I, oh, let me read, Lady Hornblower says, I hope you can patch things up with your friend, uh, you are, you're a great one to have, I don't like talking politics, but I will say, we have similar views, you're an awesome friend to have too, Lady Hornblower, I'm, I'm stoked to know you, and, and this is the reoccurring problem with this, it's like, me and that person are, we're all, it's like, we didn't really get in a fight, it's just more or less, like, this is what happens, as soon as we don't see eye to eye, conversations over and boom the person walks away and ironically you know I have this friend that is like total Trump supporter like crazy ass Trump supporter like stickers on the back of his truck and all this thing and and he's probably five years older than me he was a roadie for Van Halen and uh and really he was a roadie for Van Halen and it was like some Christmas Eve and, and I think I'm working and he's standing around and you know he just told me, he's like, dude, I've lost so many friends because of, you know, the, the current, my current views and my stickers and all this shit. And he's like, my family's just mad at me. And I'm like, I'm like, and he's like, it's not like it used to be. He's like, it used to be I could just have these opinions and people would still be my friend. And I looked at him fucking dead in the eyes. I'm like, bro, like, honestly, I'm still your friend. And he knows it. And that's where when you're still friends with the people that might be on the side of, you know, evil, 
then I think when they see truth, there's the balance in between, you know, and I don't mind having people that think differently uh, for me as friends. I think it helps and, you know, I don't really think they rub off on me in a negative way. So it's all about balance and harmony and, and uh, finding the truth through each other, right? Because like I said before, the, the politicians just want your money. They, they don't care. They don't care. So, yes, under the Milky Way tonight. Come on, the church, fucking phenomenal. This is like, when the first time I ever heard the song, I was probably like in the fifth grade, and I'm like, come on. So good. There's a lot of good music that came out this week, uh, so we don't have to be all depressing and, and glooming, but, uh, I did see this post, it was, a, uh, it was like a, it was a post about, um, it said something, it was an April Fool's post, and it was like, uh, UPS is sponsoring the band Ween, and, uh, they're gonna be, you know, making their, the colors of their bands blue, and, and it was this whole Ween thing, right? And this dude just clearly said underneath, who the, who the F is Ween, you know? And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard Ween, but uh, I was in Las Vegas one time, walking out of a casino, and like all these people had just come out of like these like crazy outfits that they were dressed up like it was cosplay. And I'm like, what, what is this? I go, what, what are you guys doing? And, uh, and they were like, weens here. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And then, uh, and then ironically, I had to look into it, you know, and fucking ween. This is a little bit of ween, if you guys don't know ween. Matthew says, LOL, evil. Bro, this whole system is corrupt. Exactly. Completely. And they're working together to get the change. That's why I have a social security number, right? When you woke up and they're like, dude, you got, you got five, seven, three, four, two, one, eight, five, six. You're owned. Why are you owned? Why do we have these numbers? Because they fucking want your money and they want you to slave away. That's really what it is. Let's get real. Killed my brother last winter. The electrolytes are getting to me. I worked five days this week. Believe me, it kicked my ass. And sometimes I wonder, how do I do it? How can I do it? And I think the only, like, relief was, of course, being with the cats and my family. But, uh, I got to, I got to play music this week and that was fun. I looked... <laughs> Miss Matthews making me fucking laugh right here. What do you think? Burn it all down, plant your garden, and walk away, right? Free as fuck. Totally, bro. Yes. We got a ween fan. Exactly. Maybe. They're legendary. Like, listen to this. With poison interlaced. You, you look 
look like my brother. Mama loved him the best. He was head honcho. Matthew Octane is cracking me up. What's up, Denise? What's going on? Mama. We were just getting into political rants, but I think that's over for the night. I think that might be over for tonight, unless people want to keep going down that way, but I personally don't. Let's get into other things. Let's get into the fucking slap. You guys want to talk about that slap? <laughs> Let's just talk about the slap. Because I'll be completely real with you guys, right? I'll be... I have a perspective in all of this right here. In uh, the whole Will Smith thing that is a different perspective from a lot of people. And... Um, okay. So it's that alopecia. And, and I was really wondering if I was ever going to talk about this. Uh, but I figure I'm like, fuck it, guys. What do I got to lose? Just... Like, I'm gonna be real with you. I suffer from alopecia, and I know you guys don't see it. My hair looks fucking whatever. But if you listen to, like, one of the first episodes that uh, I have of this podcast when I'm talking to Three Greg, we actually talked about how when I was younger, I was 15, I had this huge, just bald spot in the back of my head. And at that point, we were both like, oh, it's all aliens. You know, like we came to the conclusions that aliens had fucking touched my head and taken me away. No, that's not it. I, I personally went to a doctor and uh, the doctor went through my hair and the doctor looked at the bald spots because I had some bald spots. And he looked at me, he says, you suffer from alopecia. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, you know, it's an autoimmune system. And he act, this is actually what he said. He goes, it, it fascinates me. And I go, why? And he goes, because it just attacks your, your immune system. Like your immune system is overworking. And at that point it creates bald spots in your head. So I've suffered from this since I was 15 years old. Uh, I've had many bald spots, including one here, just all different places. I've had them. Uh, I had one girl, girlfriend, and this is, I'll get brutally, brutally honest. Uh, I went to the hospital one time and I think I had one dead center one time and I would cover it with these just different poses of my hair and, but I got sick, I ended up in the hospital and she like witnessed this whole big spot and then we got in a fight and at the end of the fight she looked at me and she's like, like, I know the real you. I know the real you. I know that you have that. She didn't say anything about the bald spot, but I knew that's what she was fucking talking about because she was just being a cunt. Sorry. <laughs> she was. I'm being real. She was being mean. And so she wanted to hurt me deep inside, and that was the thing that she thought that would hurt me. But when you have these autoimmune system, you know, problems, I just want, you know, anybody else out there that suffers from alopecia, it. There's, it's nothing that you did, you know, um, these things are just things that are out of control that we don't have, uh, you know, medication for or solutions for at this point, you know, and a lot of it's brought on by stress. Uh, a lot of it's just brought on by certain conditions, 
Me personally, when I work six days a week during Christmas, that's when it's really, it's put on. And so, you know, so now, now if, if I was at a performance like that and, uh, my significant other was there and, and the, you know, I had to shave my head and believe me, I thought about doing this recently cause I had an outbreak and I was going to do that. I was I'm like, fuck it, let's just shave it and I'll look wild. But I didn't want to shave it, you know, cause I wanted to keep my hair and it's a fucking pain in the ass. So it, it, I kept it. So if my chick was, you know, at a place and somebody made a joke like that and she walked up and smacked somebody like that, from my perspective, I get it. But do I think it was right or would I want her to do it? No, not at all. And so, you know, I don't think the joke was funny. And I don't think Chris Rock really knew that she suffered from alopecia. And that's where the conflicting, you know, just story got fucking out of control. And that's where, you know, and if you look at the video, you know, Will Smith clearly laughs at the joke until he looks over at Jada and Jada's just not, and, and I get that, I understand, because I see it from Jada's perspective, but, you know, I, I, it's just crazy, because she didn't, she didn't say go slap him, but you could kind of see that she was like, I'm pissed, and then that whole thing happened, and it just, like, me personally, I thought it was so fake for, like, two days, I told, I told, you know, my chick, I'm like, this is totally staged, this is fake, and why? Because we're in a time of war. Uh, these Oscars suck. Nobody gives a shit about these fucking celebrities anymore. That's just the real truth. Like, when you're living in a world of, like, death and destruction, it's hard to give a shit about who's winning these more fucking awards and and uh, how, how much, you know, more sunshine we can blow up their ass. Who cares? You know? So, I think, you know, will one day we find out it's staged? I don't know. I personally think in toxic relationships, uh, I, have been in that too. So I know how Will Smith at that point was thinking, you know, like if I don't do something right now, I'm going to get the shit beaten out of me later. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, you can see toxic relationships, you know, and that's the thing that the chick that I'm in, the, the, the woman that I am in a relationship with, the woman that I'm in a relationship with never, ever, you know. I would never put her in a situation like that. I'd never give her a look like, oh, you know, I think the normal thing to do was just to, to, you know, if I, if I was Will Smith, I don't think I would have smacked him. I think later when I accepted the award, I probably would have taken a moment to say, hey, you know, uh, here's the situation. You know, Chris made this really bad joke about my wife and in this is a, a, a disease. It's not a joking manner. And I know this was in, you know, good fun or whatever, but some things aren't just meant to be laughed at, you know? People with conditions that they can't help, people with disabilities. You don't make fun of people with fucking disabilities, but you don't slap people either. So I've heard comedians tell hell of a lot crazier jokes than that and uh, not get slapped. So I think also Will Smith just had this like, I am the king of the world because I know that I'm winning this Oscar and I can get away with anything. I'm the king of Hollywood. That's what I think he felt because he's pretty up high up there, right? Like, doesn't get any higher than that. But now we see how it falls because now everyone's going to do this cancel culture bullshit on him. So, 
both of you shave your head. <laughs> I wanted to. I was close. Believe me. I was really close. I was going to shave the beard. I was going to shave fucking everything. I get those urges. You know? Like, I go through stages of my life where I'm like, grow it out and then just start over. <clears throat> you know? And I do feel bad for Jada with that condition. But I don't like, you know, that kind of... Uh, interaction is just kind of ridiculous and, and I do think it's a, a a distraction to society you know like when I got the message I was working and it was like it, it it was like something really important happened you know like a nuclear war just like a bomb just dropped and I was like no a fucking bomb didn't just drop like I saw a stupid slap on TV that looked ridiculous <laughs> like so ridiculous I thought it was fake, so, <laughs> okay, let me read some of these, these comments up here, I see I need tacos, I need tacos too, man, fuck, I didn't eat that much, I went basically straight to practice today, we practiced for three hours, and two of the members of my band were sick, and then I fucking came back here and ate some really shitty Chinese food, and now I'm just hungry. So maybe we should all order some tacos. Um, let's see. Brian says, what's up, Brian? Uh, ratings for the Oscars have been at an all-time low. They needed to do, you know, they needed something to talk about. I agree. It's kind of like almost like a wrestling WWF event, like just some bullshit. And the way that, like, the angle came at you, the, the way it just... It seemed all just like scripted and like how Chris Rock didn't even move. Like, I'm sorry, any man that comes at me and, and is, does something like this, I'm I am just I'm naturally moving. <laughs> I'm sorry, like that's just how my life is. Like if a dog comes at me and tries to bite me, I'm pulling the fuck away. You know? So um yeah, I don't to me it does look staged and but I just no but why would you know Here's here's the devil's advocate on this. Why would Chris Rock ha or uh, uh, fucking Will Smith have to give up, you know, his his whatever BS Oscar, you know, membership? Why would that have to happen? You know, so and I'm thinking they're probably going to take the Oscar from him eventually. That's that that seems like it's going to be the case. But uh, but look, well, this is what we're talking about when there's a war going across the world and Taylor Hawkins just fucking died right, you know, and, anyways, tacos, Chris Rock's comedy tour ticket sales were sagging before the slot, of course, it's a win-win for everybody, for the Oscars, for the, the, the comedians, and now Will Smith is just like, you know, everyone thinks he's just like, I, I, I think it's ridiculous, personally, uh, because I don't think violence helps anything, and slapping somebody like a bitch is the least manly thing to do, you know, having refrain and holding back and, and, uh, thinking about it for a little while and, uh, spitefully setting the, the seed of revenge when you can is a better idea. And I know that's a horrible thing to say, my friends, I know that, but you know, that's how I work. I don't just up and, uh, freak out when somebody makes me mad that that's how you you know 
as soon as you make your uh, opponent angry, that's the as soon as that's right when you can get in there. As soon as you make somebody lose their concentration, that's right when you can get in there. You know, and I I try to never lose my concentration, whether it be politics, life, a slap, whatever. You just gotta keep dodging those punches, dodging those, you know, corporate political jargons that are trying to tear the fabrics of society apart. Get us to the aliens. I think the cocktail twins are aliens. Fuckers with the tacos. <laughs> you guys are out of control. Seriously gonna have to like door dash some shitty tacos at like 11 o'clock. Uh, a little, Alisa uh, Lobotomy says, a little part of me was pro slap. He was out of line. I agree. I think that the, uh, the comment was just ridiculous. Uh, the joke was, like I said, making fun of people with disabilities, making fun of people that have problems that they can't fix, you know, <clears throat> it's horrible. You know, I, I, I'm not for that. That's, that's cheap shit. That's bullying. It's totally fucking bullying. So I get why he did it. You know, I get why he saw red, but believe me, I, I just don't, <laughs> slapping is, uh, you know, Bro, you can't slap a comedian. Yeah, I see. That's how I feel too. Like I've heard more wild shit up on stage, and I think it was just a, like I said, Will Smith was puffing his chest and showing society, look at me. I fucking own you. I am Will Smith. I fucking own you. You guys love me. I'm the fresh prince of Bel Air. You, you guys need me. You know, that's that's. I am your culture. You know why Chris Rock is, is kind of like, you know. I love Chris, but he's not where Will is. So I think in Will's head, it just exploded with power. And he thought that he could really get away with just slapping him. And then taking the award and, and you know, saying love makes you do a cra crazy things. No, man. Fucking not holding back makes you do crazy things. And, and letting people get you caught off guard once again. Muhammad Ali would not be shooken by that, you know? That That is real fighting, you know? And I know we're not looking for a fight wherever we go, but life is a continuous fight, you know? You're constantly battling with people because they're always fucking with you, whether they be your friends or whether they be some kind of secret enemy like that. And that's where I just think that, you know, was the jab to catch you know, Will off guard, well, it did, and he lost, you know, and to me, it didn't impress me, that's all, you know, and I think the joke was totally horrible, but me personally, like I said, I would have said something later, and remained the cool Will Smith that everybody thinks he is, and, and just been like, hey, you know, uh, that joke wasn't funny about my wife, and, uh, Chris, you need to write better jokes, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's the reality. So, Jada's taking the hard, harder, harder stuff. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, so many comments, everybody's interacting, but 
I think there's one thing that we all agree on is ween and some tacos right now. Um, uh, I'm so glad that like, I don't know if that one person left that was just like, Russia, Russia. I, I hope they left. If not, keep coming at me. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely not in a pro-Russia world right now. I don't think anybody is, which is crazy. Okay, return to nature, yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, state of the world is fucking interesting in 2022, guys. Like, I thought about that too. I'm like, this is what the topics are, you know, like, when we look back at the end of the year, we're going to be like, oh, well, there was that slap. Here's already, like, the first memory that's, like, besides the war, of course, the fucking war. Like, the war will be the first, but, you know, and then we'll have the slap. And then what's going to come next, you know? Or are we going to have world peace? Or are we going to have, uh, you know, the International Space Shuttle fucking crashing down? Like, like these are all incidences in life that we just patiently wait around to see what's going to happen and I love the cult too I, I see that the cult just announced the tour so um, can't go wrong with the cult ever can't ever go wrong with them Julia you're rad so yeah I'll tell the story so yes um, Julie is one of my closest and dearest friends and we, she lives in London I live in basically Los Angeles close to Los Angeles and uh, my band got together today and like every time I play this one song I know she likes I'm like I'm like okay somehow I gotta let her know and today I was so excited I was like fuck it I'll just you know, call her on the Instagram, and you know, nobody calls on Instagram, nobody ever does that, but I was like, let's do it, she was asleep, she was asleep, and then Rondi, like, we know her so well that Rondi's like, oh yeah, she's totally asleep right now, and it was so true, and I felt bad, I'm like, I'm that guy that just won't leave you alone, <laughs> I'll even call you when we're playing your song, so I think that's funny. But anyway, sorry to wake you up at uh, the 10 o'clock, or sorry to bug you with the uh, the answer of the phone, or the ring of it. Ha, 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 Brian dropped it right there. It all started with the loss of Betty White. Don't make me do it. 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 Just for a second. Needle to a tree, right to be free. Turning on the wheel, well, my last ordeal. Wind beneath the wing, fresh air of spring. Eyes like Betty White, eyes like Betty White. You're only thing should have been I see tonight. 
Saturday. Fuck it. Touching of the soul. Will I ever grow? Holding of the hand. Well, that endless quicksand. Eyes like Betty White. Eyes like Betty White. You're the only thing sugar that I see. Tonight, tonight. Cat number two just entered the, the room. Touching of the soul, will I ever grow? Life without me, I miss every woman I see. Eyes like Betty White, eyes like Betty White. You're the only thing that I I thought if I played that song, you know, like, if I just kept playing that song over and over and over, she'd live forever. Deep moment. Deep moment. Let's get back to the cold. Back to the cold. But yeah. Definitely did start with the uh, the ending of Betty White. You know? She was fucking rad. I played my, with my band today and we didn't play that song. She was dope. She's radical shit, you know? Way more radical than slapping somebody. And that's the one thing that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying, you know, he's like, well, look, you know, uh, you have you have this stereotype of whatever you want to say that these white people think about black people and you're fulfilling that stereotype. And to me, I don't think that's true. I mean, it, I get Kareem. I think he's, I guess it's right, but like, I think there's potential for a white person to do that as well, <laughs> you know, like I can see just the society, is, it's just so fucking tense, especially after the pandemic, you know, just bound to happen, people are, it's like a pressure cooker, everyone's just ready to pop, <laughs> I saw this lady this week, oh my god, she was a crossing guard, okay, and she was, she was, she was an Asian lady and Asian, Asian crossing guard and she had these kids that were walking and they were white kids it doesn't matter I'm just setting up the scenario and there was this other white lady very angry white lady that was over the line of the uh, the crosswalk and, and these are kids okay and so the lady with the crosswalk she comes out and she like she gives the sign like back up back up back up and uh the lady goes, what? And then, then she looks, points at the kids, like the kids are coming through. And then the lady gets all mad and she pulls her car back. And as she pulls her car back, she flips off the, the crossing guard. And 
my mind was blown and then the, the kids crossed and then she pulled up that two feet that she was covering the, 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 the lane because she felt that that was like her space. My mind was blown. It was just blown because I, I, I was like, this woman thinks that this is her space and it's just all lines and the, the roads keep people fucking from protection and not getting hit. So, it, it, but that's what I'm saying. It all goes back to this pressure cooker. I'm sure that lady before the pandemic wasn't just all before this World War III and before all this bullshit was just, but who knows, who knows, who knows? What's going on, Surfer J? Betty White was the shit. I just played eyes like Betty White. <laughs> I didn't expect to do that, but yeah, I love Betty so much. You know, uh, I wrote a song about her, and she's like one of my favorite people. You know, she was fucking awesome. Like she strives, to, like I strive to be what she was. You know, just good to animals. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the key. Be good to animals. I try to be good to people as much as I can, but I, uh, to me in my heart, I feel that being good to animals is more important than being good to humans. Because humans are a trip. They require more. And they, they're, you know, so. Julie says, I took amazing uh, photography of Billy Duff of the Colt when uh, he played with Johnny Morrow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Julie is one of the best photographers I know. So, yeah, animals are the best. Come on, where are my animals? They're all around here somewhere, believe me. Like, it's just me and the, the kitties tonight, and, you know, uh, I don't know. I keep coming back to this concept that, like, that the aliens haven't killed us because they like the, um, the love between the animals that we have, and I don't know where I heard that, probably like stupid show, yeah, like, I don't want to say stupid, but like a show like Ancient Aliens, you know, and uh, that concept is interesting, and it always sticks, I know it's just sci-fi BS, but uh, like the whole concept is like other planets just wiped out their animals because they needed to eat them or whatever, and or just didn't need them. So we're one of the only species that just relies on animals and, and uh, for companions and love and slavery and either way, I love I love animals. If I had more space, I'd have more animals. They are so loving and they also keep you up and <laughs> they annoy the shit out of you sometimes. But that's all part of it, you know. Like if my cats ever get sick, it breaks my freaking hard. My, one of my cats had some issues like the beginning of the year too, and it was like traumatic for me, you know, and people don't realize that they're part of us and they're like, you know, they're our little family. They're our little family. I have, uh, I get that legless like that sleepless, like that legless, restless leg syndrome. I have that. And, you know, if I don't take certain, uh, you know, potassium, my legs just shake. And like, I was trying to take a nap before the show 
and Mr. Magoo, my cat, is just like at the bottom of the bed, and I am just kicking away, kicking, 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 and he is just like riding it, riding it, and then I feel his tail like laying on me once I get a little bit of a, you know, stopping, and yeah, they're the best, and then the other cat, the hairless cat's like up, you know, towards my upper torso they just ride it you know ride it like a ride it like a wave and they just kick the bed well it's been a fun show guys anything else you want to talk about besides Will Smith slapping and politics being a sham have I explained everything <laughs> I appreciate all the interaction, like I said, everybody liking and talking and just coming at me. I really appreciate it, you know? But you talking about needing more weed for the show, I think that's funny. I think that's one of the reasons that I do this show, because I can't, you know, I have to remain sober. I'm allergic to fucking everything. I'm allergic to smoke. Uh, I'm allergic to alcohol. Like, when I drink alcohol... I have a, like a weed, kind of like IBS will break out my stomach, so the only way that I, I can really, you know, express myself is either by, you know, playing music, writing music, doing music, and this podcast, you know, it's, it's a way for me to, you know, instead of me just sitting here watching TV for an hour... I get to create a little world with you guys, and we get to, you know, learn a little bit about each other, and it's, that's how I get high, I get high from fucking being with you guys, you know, it's like, boom, your interactions, you guys telling me what's going on, even the, the Russian hater, or a supporter earlier, <laughs> like, I felt it, you know, sitting here feeling it, he's like, Russia, and I'm trying to block it like I don't hear it, but I hear it all. We all feel it all. They're all signals trying to come in. And I think I feel way more positive signals coming in than negative. And I think there's something to say about that. You know, I think we're all learning from one one another. And these devices can help if we use them the right way. I use them the wrong way a lot of the times. And I think I gotta (laughs) try to pay back a little bit and do it the right way, because that's what life is about. Read a little bit of the comments, because I'm about to get out. Surfer J7, people really need to smoke more and start treating everyone with more common decency, peace, love, joy. Like I said, I wish I could, and if I wasn't allergic to these to it, you know, you know, I agree with you, but, uh, not, I don't, I can't drink, can't smoke, I can't do shit, that's why I'm so fidgety, you see me fidgety, (laughs) but, uh, it's almost like my own prison though, you know, like I know that Jack White, that the guitar player, the, the creator, you know, he likes to put himself in, uh, in these, these wall, these, 
these laws, like these, you know, like the white stripes only had like certain things that they could do. Like they could only talk about like, you know, they, they only had three verses or like they had rules. And, and I always thought that was really interesting. And, and being forced to put yourself in these situations actually helps me, uh, you know, create ways to get high off of not getting high. Cause I think that's the, that's what life is getting high off of not being high. Anyways, anyways, drink more coffee then. Uh, you want to know the fucking truth about this surfer J? Like this is my, okay. This is my, this is what I do. Um, it's Thai tea. I've had Thai tea. So, uh, I've had three Thai teas today, three Thai teas. So that's why I'm amping. I'm really, I should be asleep, but I've had the three Thai teas and I'm amped and I'm ready and fuck, I'm going to be up till 3 a.m. So that's, that's my vice. Uh, and the tacos that we were talking about earlier. So I might order some tacos from DoorDash because of all of you. And maybe I'll post them a little later, you know, but that's it, you know? And, uh, yeah, Thai food, Thai tea, that's my high, and you guys are fucking awesome. You guys are fucking awesome. Till next week, everybody. Till next week, everybody. Cheers to finding your high. I will definitely write some song lyrics. I'm back in the I'm back in the game. It feels good to be back in the game, I'll tell you. Standing in a room with like the people that you give a shit about and trying to create some form of meaning. It's fun. It really is, so. I'll keep you guys updated with that too through this. I'll let you all know. My fucking second fam right here. Second fam, dig it. Peter Bad Wolf finished his taco. Come on. <laughs> All right, everybody. You have a good one. And Julia, sorry for calling you once again. ET friggin' phone home. 